I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and the Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. The microbes that we know that are essentially so, so healthy for us, where do they actually come from? Where did we actually get covered in these microbes from? Well, Rupi, until recently, we actually thought that we were born sterile. So uh-huh. we, we thought that in our mum's tummy, we actually had no bacteria in us. Mm-hmm. And it was a vaginal birth mm-hmm. where we started you know, to grow these bacteria. But we actually find out that uh, we contain bacteria while we're living in our in our mum's tummy, wounds, so we yeah. actually have some already to start with, gotcha. which come from our mum. Mm. But of course, very few and very low diversity. Most of our microbes come um, into us when we're um, birthed, so mm-hmm. we're inoculated by our mother's uh, vaginal and fecal microbiota mm-hmm. as well. So that's why there's quite a vast difference in our bacteria if you're born uh, vaginally or via C-section. Gotcha. But that's only for the first uh, couple of months. Yeah. We then, through breast milk also increase the diversity of our gut bacteria Mm. and then things like food. You know, there's actually quite a lot of different microorganisms in food as well as the the prebiotics in certain types of food which feed Mm. the bacteria and grow. And the most important one is really the environment. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if we grow out in the farm, we're playing with dirt, which is actually really important. Did you and grow up on a farm? I did. I did. <laughs> I, I certainly say. did. I was playing with yeah. some pretty gross things very yeah. on, early on in life, which I attribute now to my pretty good immune system, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, letting the kids get a little bit dirty is actually mm quite good for the diversity of their gut microbiota. But by the age of around three, we think our microbiota is quite stable. Mm-hmm. And what you know, is really intriguing is that diet is a number one, you know, influencer of our gut microbiota. So what we eat has a huge impact. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you you mentioned the word microbiota. We also heard the the term microbiome as well. Yeah. Um, what, What actually is the microbiota? 
Yeah, so the microbiota is the trillions of microorganisms, which includes not just bacteria, although mm. I know a lot of people refer to just the bacteria, but it's other things like parasites, viruses, and even fungi like yeast. And together, they're actually really beneficial. I know a lot of people freak out when yeah, they hear, yeah. oh, my God, a virus. <laughs> but together, they have this synergistic relationship as well as with human cells, and they work together really you know, to help us be yeah. healthy. That's quite a foreign. If we look after them, that if is. If we look after yeah, them, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite a foreign subject, isn't it? To think of these microbes, like you said, different types of bacteria, but also viruses, nematodes, et cetera, yeah. um, as helping us, as something that is beneficial for us. What kind of proportion are we talking about? How many, how, what percentage of uh, these microbes actually helping us versus the ones that are pathogenic or detrimental to our health? Yeah, so over 95% of the bacteria that we're aware of are actually really beneficial. That's um, incredible. Yeah, hey? and the ones yeah. living in us, I'd say 99%. Um, and it's not just necessarily about saying that a bacteria is bad or good. Mm. It's about the environment that it's in. And if it's growing too much, then mm. it could become bad. But if it's in a, you know, a smaller ratio, it's actually probably doing us some benefit. Yeah. So it's not so black and white to say that something's bad or good. Yeah. It's just, you know, in the right environment, um, yeah. which comes again back to what we feed it. Yeah, right. it totally. Yeah. And it's quite strange. Again, like during medical school, I learned a lot about different types of bacteria and how we need to kill them. But now I'm learning about, okay, these types of bacteria can actually serve a benefit to the human host if in the right quantities and they're actually in balance with other ones. That's that's quite amazing. Yeah, it is. It is such amazing discovery. And I think it was in the 19th century when they first thought, you know, bacteria were completely bad. They'd mm. killed millions of people from, you know, infections such as anthrax and things like that. And they were having vaccines. So they mm. were really trying to kill all the bacteria. Mm. And then, you know, a couple of years after that, actually, Ali, Ali Metchnikoff, okay. Ali Metchnikoff, Ali Metchnikoff, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's the founder, I guess, of the probiotic concept, kind uh -huh. of started to identify that, hey, guys, maybe some bacteria are actually good. We shouldn't mm. be killing them all. Yeah. And so from then on, we started to have this thought that, you know what? these living organisms in us, hmm. we can actually, you know, utilise them and work with them. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>